Welcome, everyone. This is the DFS bomb. All right, guys, let's get into the main slate today. We got a little bit later start this morning than what I attended. Uh, so we've got a six gamer here. So relatively big slate given uh, the restart um, for the uh, circumstances. So, all right, guys, uh, let's jump right in to the point guards. So tonight, got some nice options here choose from the top guy is going to be russell westbrook he's been averaging about 49 fantasy points for the year he's coming in with a price tag of 9800 on fanduel 9400 on DraftKings. hits his value about 60 percent of the time that's that five times value five times his point uh protection so you take a 9.8 for 9800 with a salary times that by five so 60 percent of the time he would uh do that right after him we have damian lillard He's coming in at 8,900 on FanDuel, 9,300 on DraftKings. He's been averaging about 47 points for the year. Hits his value 60% of the time. After him, the next tier of guys here are Darren Fox, Ricky Rubio, and I'll throw uh, Marat in there. Those guys have all been averaging that mid to upper 30-point range. Darren Fox is coming with a price tag of 7,500 on FanDuel, 7,600 on DraftKings. He hits his value 69% of the time, so pretty consistent with that price tag there. Rubio's coming in here at 6,500 on FanDuel, 7,400 on DraftKings. He's been averaging 34 points for the year, hits his value 56% of the time. Morant is coming in here, 6,300 on FanDuel, 7 grand on DraftKings. He's been averaging 32.5 points for the year, hits his value 56% of the time. And then so from here, we got more more guys in this mid-tier area. It was kind of funny. Last night in that two-game slate, we were really kind of like top-heavy with superstars and then like some of those lower-priced guys, and there wasn't much in between. So from here, as far as that mid-tier, this next grouping of guys have all been around in the upper 20, maybe low 30-point range. That's DeJounte Murray, Kemba Walker, Napier. They're all coming in at 6,200 on FanDuel. Murray is 6,100 on DraftKings. Kemba Walker is actually a little bit more expensive. He's 7,100 on uh, DraftKings, so I probably wouldn't play him there. And then Napier is, he is 5,700 on DraftKings. So Napier, like him with Beal being out and John Wall is not playing. So it's just going to be him and is uh, Smith running, or Ish Smith running the point guard spot there. So I do like Napier um, before. The last two games before the shutdown, his minutes were 38, 39. His fantasy points were 37 and 52. So that's definitely not a bad mid-tier guy. So like I mentioned, I mean, the other day in point guards, I mean, again, there's only two games, but it was it was like Lonzo Ball, Conley, and Reggie Jackson. That was pretty much the, the decent choices, even though um, I think Alex Caruso might have snuck into that final winning uh, lineup there. But anyhow, and then from there, we can even go down and further, maybe in a guy like Derek White, potentially. He's coming at a price tag of 5200 on FanDuel, 5700 on DraftKings. He's now more in that low 20-point range, even though his last game before the shutdown, he did uh, play 35 minutes at 51 points. So obviously, if he ends up having a game like that and just destroys value, um, he'd be, of course, an amazing guy to have. But with that price tag for the year, he only hits his value 39% of the time. And actually, on DraftKings, only hits it 26% of the time with him being 500 or more expensive. Now, some good things for him. Uh, Aldridge is out, so they might be in, uh, I think, Bryn Forbes is out. So um, there might be a couple more shots to go around. So maybe his minutes go up a little bit more. He had been playing 24 minutes for the year on average. And uh, 
like I say, that last game before the shutdown, he had gotten in 35 minutes. So, got to look at. And then some other even options there. There's Seth Curry, D'Anthony Melton, Ish Smith. Um, you could even go down to Micah Carter, Williams, DJ Augustin. Augustin looks like he's a starting point guard, uh, been averaging about 25 points for the year, only 20 minutes, uh, or excuse me, he'd been averaging 25 minutes for the year and about 20 points. Got that backwards. Um, man, there's a lot of options tonight. Uh, George Hill even, potentially. Um, I think Bledsoe is out for the Bucks today. Um, Pat Coffington's out, so they're a little bit... Uh, a little bit shorthanded in that guard spot, so I could see him maybe getting a little bit extended run. And for a backup uh, player that's a guard, averages almost a point per minute, which that's pretty good for a backup uh, guard there. So, yeah, just a shit ton of guys to go through there. So, anyhow, let's take it over to the shooting guards. Again, we've got some really, really nice options here. Uh, the top guy is going to be Luca and Harden. Luke is coming in with a price tag of 10800 on FanDuel, 10500 on DraftKings. Hits his value 58% of the time. He's been averaging 52 points. Harden's been averaging 56 for the year. He's coming in at 10600 on FanDuel. He is 11000 on DraftKings. Hits his value 66% of the time. So if you play both sites, maybe you... Maybe you take Harden on your FanDuel and Luca on DraftKings and vice versa. Uh, there with them being a... You know, one's being cheaper on the other platform compared to the other. Um, that should be an interesting game tonight, too. I'm excited for that one, the last uh, night game of the night. Uh, and then from there, the next tier guys that we drop into are these guys that are more scoring right in that upper 30, low 40-point range. We have DeMar DeRozan, Karis LeVert, Devin Booker, and uh, let's throw in C.J. McCollum and Chris Milton. So, again, we've got some pretty good mid-tier options here tonight. Uh, so going here with DeRozan, he's coming in at 8,200 on FanDuel, 7,700 on DraftKings, 38.6 points for the year he's been averaging, uh, 51% times he hits his value. Uh, like I was mentioning earlier there, there's going to probably be a little bit more shots to go around. he would be a little bit more, I mean, he's usually is basically the primary scoring threat as far as perimeter player. And Aldridge is your man down low, but with Aldridge out, like I say, I could see him having a, a pretty decent game or throwing up maybe a few more shots than normal. Levert's coming in at that same price tag, 8,200. He's averaged 30 fantasy points for the year. Been playing phenomenal, though, the last few games. Uh, his minutes have been up 37 and 36. His points, it's actually his last three games, his points were 44, 39, and 53. So even though he'd been averaging 30 points, I want to say after the All-Star break, I can't remember what it was, but he was averaging, like, I mean, I think it might have been like 24 or 25 points, something like that. So anyhow, um, you, you know, and uh, Kyrie Irvin's out, so he's a guy that I think people could be excited about potentially as well. Um, he does only hit his value 23% of the time, but I would probably say that might be a little bit misleading just because his role has expanded throughout the course of the year. Coming in right behind him, and again, another great option here, we have Devin Booker. He's eight grand on FanDuel, 8,800 on DraftKings, hits his value 60% of the time. He's been averaging 40 points. C.J. McCollum, another solid guy, 7,400 on FanDuel, 7,500 on DraftKings, hits his value 53% of the time. He's averaged 36 points for the year. Chris Middleton coming in at 7,100 on FanDuel. 
He is, let's see here, 7,500 on DraftKings, hits his value 54% of the time. Buddy Hield, and then from there we, we dropped down quite a bit. Buddy Hield is kind of like more into this next tier where he's expected to have probably right around 30 points. He's 5,500 price tag on FanDuel, 5,200 on DraftKings, hits his value 66% of the time. So definitely a guy to potentially look at there. And then from there, again, we've got all these other guys in here that, um, I mean, I, I can't, you know, there's like Terrence Ross, Marcus Smart, Bogdan Badanovic, uh, Dante DaVincio. These guys are all in around that uh, 5,500 to 5,200. They're all expected to be kind of that mid-20 point range. So um, DaVincio, I had just seen something they mentioned when, uh, I think it was when Patrick Beverly is out. And he starts that he averages about like 30 fantasy points. Uh, so something like that. Um, he does really, really well. So that might be a guy out of these lower tiered or mid tiered guys that uh, if you're going to buy down, um, that's a guy there that I think is somebody that potentially stands out. Might be a really good option. And let's see if there's anybody really cheap here. You know, um, I don't know. I probably wouldn't dive deep down into here. May other than maybe a Ben McLemore. Um, he'll probably get some pretty decent minutes tonight. Uh, Gordon is out uh, for the Rockets, and so they just don't have a whole lot of bodies there like they might normally have. So that would be that would be a guy potentially if you were gonna really buy down. So you could buy up at some other areas that you might potentially consider. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably about it. That's probably about the only guy I would maybe chase down there, just knowing that at least he's going to be out on the floor playing some uh, pretty decent minutes, or at least that's the idea. And speaking of, actually, with that, I just want to go see what Rivers is for the Rockets real quick. I don't think we really mentioned him. Austin Rivers. So that's another guy there. He's been averaging 23 minutes for the year, 3,800 uh, price tag. Uh, but again, he's not really all that productive, so um, I don't know if I would really spend time chasing those guys down. Uh, all right, let's go over the uh, small forwards here. So really our top guy here, Giannis, uh, monster year, of course, averaging 57 points. He's coming in at 10,700 on FanDuel, 10,500 on DraftKings. And then from there, <coughs> excuse me, it really drops off quite a bit. This next tier, guys, they're all expected to be right around 30 points, and that's what they've averaged for the year. That's going to be Gordon Haywood, Tim Hardaway, Jalen Brown, Evan uh, Fournier. And, uh, yeah, let's just keep it that group there. So Hayward is coming in at 6,600 on FanDuel, 6,800 on DraftKings. Hits his value 61% of the time. Hardaway is 5,800 on FanDuel. He's going to be 6,300 on DraftKings. He hits his value only 30% of the time. Jalen Brown, uh, he's been averaging 33 points for the year. He's coming in with a price tag. I like him on FanDuel. He's only 5,800 on FanDuel. Hits his value 78% of the time with that price tag. Now on DraftKings, he's quite a bit more expensive. He's 6,900 there. So I would probably pass on him on DraftKings there and play him on the FanDuel slate. Uh, and then, like I mentioned, is Evan Fournier. And that's another good uh, option or good value, in my opinion. Only 5,300 price tag. He's been averaging about 29 fantasy points for the year. Plays 32 minutes. So he's out there. He plays. He's their shooting guard there for Orlando. Does a pretty good job. And he is, what, 5,600 on DraftKings. And then from there, the next tier guys are kind of more of the mid to upper 20s. 
that would be a guy like Carmelo, uh, Anthony, Harrison, Barnes, uh, Bridges here. Carmelo is coming in at five grand on FanDuel, fifty four hundred on DraftKings. Harrison Barn, forty eight hundred on FanDuel, five grand on DraftKings. Harris is fifty three hundred on FanDuel, fifty four hundred on DraftKings. And then Bridges is 5,300 on FanDuel, 5,600 on DraftKings. And then from there, we do start to drop down. Um, maybe a guy like Rudy Gay as a dark horse, um, just because uh, Lyles isn't playing for San Antonio either, along with Aldridge. So it's uh, Pulte and him, basically. Um, so I could see him getting a little bit more run than normal. He is about a point-per-minute guy. So... For him, we're probably used to be the five times value, which would be the low 20s for him is kind of what you were trying to get. But I would say nowadays we're almost looking for seven times value to be in one of those top, top lineups. So, you know, if he can go out there and get gets, you know, a 28, 30-minute run, he can probably throw up about those amount of points, which is kind of what we're looking for to try to be in that uh, top 10 of the GPP. So that would be a dark horse guy there. Um Maybe a Kent Bazemore. He's he's been taking up some minutes with uh, Santa with the uh, not San Antonio but with Sacramento. He came over there at the trade deadline or right around it, so he hasn't played his full year there. But he seems to have a little bit bigger role there than what he did with uh, with uh, the Trailblazers who had been with prior. And then from there, let's see, Daniel House. He's gonna be playing a ton of minutes. He's supposed to be starting instead of Gordon tonight. He's only four grand, so if you were to go buy down, that's probably not a bad area to buy down at in the small forward spot. Just knowing that he's, you know, and again with uh, Harden and Westbrook, there's not necessarily a lot of uh, a lot of shots left over after those guys. But hell, he's going to be on the floor playing 30 minutes. He gets a couple steals, a couple rebounds. You know, hits a couple threes here and there. And uh, next thing you know, gets a, you know, a few assists and ends up putting together a hell of a game. So, all right, let's take it to the power forwards. And a little bit top-heavy here, I suppose. Uh, you got Porzingis and Jason Tatum being your, your, your top two guys. They're both expected to be in that low 40-point range. Porzingis has been averaging about 40 points for the year. He's coming with a price tag, 9300 on FanDuel. 8,600 on a DraftKings hits his value only 41% of the time. And Tatum, Tatum's a guy that's just been just been blowing it up. Uh, the, like basically this in 2020, um, yeah, after the first of the year, and then especially after the All Star break, his game really went to another level. So I really like his price tag, 8,500 on FanDuel. It's only 8,700 on DraftKings, so he is uh, cheaper on FanDuel. Than Porzingis, so um, yeah, like I like I say, I think he's got a little bit more of a upside because he is. I would probably say he's a little bit more of a focal point of that offense uh, as compared to probably Luca with the uh, the Mavericks. So anyhow, from there, then we start to have a little bit of a steeper drop off where we've got really these guys are right around um, in the mid to upper twenty point range, maybe thirty points. That's Covington uh, with Houston. He's coming at 5,800 on FanDuel, 6,100 on DraftKings. He'd been averaging 29 fantasy points for the year, but it's a lot of that was with Minnesota. Um, 
but he has been playing minutes with with Houston. So, you know, last game he played with them, he had four. He played 40 minutes. He only had 27 points, but before that, 23, and then he had 38. So he's definitely getting minutes there with them. So again, there's not a whole lot of shots to go around outside of the top two guys there, but pretty decent, uh, I, I suppose. Um, you know, I don't know. I just if I'm I'm like I was telling you, I almost try to see can they hit the six or seven times value instead of five, and I'd see it maybe been a little bit more difficult for him. Um, but nonetheless, he's a solid option. And then what I, you might even like better, though, at least for me, Jaron Jackson, he's coming in at 4,700 on FanDuel, 4,900 on DraftKings. He uh, averaging about 30 points for the year. And with him, I think the Memphis a little bit more balanced team. Uh, he hits his value, the five times value, 76% of the time on that price tag. So I like his potential. His matchup going against uh, Portland is really good. Portland is basically the worst defensive team in the league. Uh, so I think that he could do, uh, well there. And then from there, if you want some other guys in that mid range, you might look at, uh, let's see, actually, I'm going to sort this by salaries here. So I did overlook Aaron, Aaron, uh, Gordon. I know he had been banged up a little bit, but he's coming in at 6,800. He's actually expected to be right around, like I mentioned, right around that upper twenties, like maybe low 30 point range. Um, 7,200 on DraftKings. So he's pretty expensive and hits his value 43% of the time. So, uh, you know, like I was saying, I don't know how much I really like him. And then, uh, yeah, there's a couple guys here. So Hachimura, I am kind of excited by his potential with Washington. He's coming at 5,600 on FanDuel. Now on DraftKings, he's 1,800 more. So only hits value 15% of the time there. But for the year, playing 30 minutes, been averaging 25 points. Um, the uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Is it Bertans? It's the other forward. Um, I think he's from England and uh, real good three point shooter. He is sitting out of the uh, of the restart, so I could see Hachimura maybe playing a few more minutes and uh, and some of the scrimmages. Like I mean, it looked like that he was really being assertive as far as uh, the offensive end. And again, like guys like Bradley Beal aren't there. John Wall isn't playing, so. Um, you know, it might be the time for, uh, you know, his rookie. It might be, uh, you know, it might be his moment to maybe uh, really kind of step up and shine. So I like, uh, definitely like his potential there. I threw him in some of my lineups uh, last night when I was uh, starting to work on some of these. Uh, Daniel Tice for Boston, you know, five grand on both sites. He's in that mid 20 point range. Not necessarily, not really bad op option. Been playing minutes uh, before a shutdown his last three games. Minutes were 33, 28, 27, points 38, 19, and 33. Obviously, the 19 point is, is horrible, but again, that 38, 33, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's about that seven times value there. Um, so if he ends up throwing up a game like that, um, especially at that price tag, that's what you're really looking for. Uh, Sarich, potentially. Um, there's Brandon Clark, Belizia. He had been averaging 25-some points in, uh, with Sacramento. So, yeah, again, uh, some cheap options, maybe Harry Giles. Uh, not sure with Rashawn Holmes playing, if it's going to eat the Giles uh, minutes or not. I think he should be starting. Bagley is out. Uh, so, um, you know, but Giles, it just doesn't look like he, he really doesn't play that many minutes, even if he starts. Zach Collins got hurt way back at the beginning of the year. 
But I remember last year in the playoffs, he had some really nice games. Big man that can shoot the three, block some shots, get some rebounds. So if he were to play and you wanted to dive down, potentially. Jeff Green's another guy, too, with Houston. Uh, with Gordon out, he's probably going to be playing some extended minutes uh, there. So anyhow, yeah, six-game slate. I normally don't really like to get into the main slate if it's more than like three or four games. Um, there's just so many damn possibilities. It seems like I usually get my ass kicked. So anyhow, let's take it centers here and then we'll wrap it up. I know the games are coming up here in a few hours. So we have the top guys here being Hassan Whiteside and Vucevic. And uh, we'll throw, let's throw all these guys, Valenusius and DeAndre Ayton. And those guys are all expected to be right around that 40 point range. Hassan Whiteside had actually been averaging about 44 for the year, but we have Nursic back now, so I expect uh, his men's probably go down a little bit. I do see where they play them together at times, so it's it's not necessarily that um, you know that they're going to be split in time uh, 50-50 between or just their minutes. It's not that they're going to only allocate you know like say 48 minutes between the two uh, because that's all that there is at the center spot. They'll go big with them, and that's where the comments where they, you know, they moved Carmelo down to that small forward spot, so they play a little bit more of a, this bigger lineup and with McCollum and and uh, Lillard. So pretty, uh, pretty decent starting lineup there. But anyhow, I don't probably expect him to produce like he had. He had been playing 31 minutes, so you'd probably figure that that probably will maybe drop down. Maybe he'll probably play like say 28 minutes a game or something like that, 26, 28 minutes a game. Um, so from there, we go down to Vucevic. He's 8,300 on FanDuel, 8,500 on DraftKings. have been averaging 42 points for the year. Hits his value 57% of the time. Valnusius, 7,700 on FanDuel. Actually, I'll, I'll back up. He, let's throw him. He's probably only be about a mid-30-point projection. Let's not let's not get too overzealous with him. He'd been averaging 33.8 for the year. Expected to have probably about 35 tonight or so. Uh, only hits his value 37% of the time, though. DeAndre Ayton, uh, he's been averaging 41 for the year points, coming in at 7,600. So I probably like him, on at least on FanDuel, better than Valenusius. He's 7,900 on DraftKings, but in comparison, he hits his value 63% of the time. So when we're looking at this guy, he is a little bit cheaper. Um, or in the case of DraftKings, he's only like $100 more, but he basically is... Uh, is about like literally about 100% more consistent. 37% of the time hits value versus 63%. <coughs> Excuse me. So then from there we go back, like I mentioned, Nursic real quick. He's coming at 7,200. He has not yet played uh, in a game this year. Looked pretty solid um, in that scrimmage. That was uh, actually kind of surprised he's back. I don't know if you guys saw it. I remember seeing it live. I couldn't believe what I was seeing at first uh, in the playoffs last year when he broke his foot or his ankle. It was, just, it was like it almost made me puke. Um, his foot was bent at an angle it should not be bent at. But anyhow, it's good to, to see him back. He's a great player. Um, now on DraftKings, he is coming in at 1300 less, so 5900 So if you're uh, into DraftKings and you're throwing a bunch of lineups, he's probably maybe not a bad guy to throw in a lineup at that, that price tag. Pretty cheap there. Uh, when he is healthy, normally it hit his value 60% of the time. But again, that's going back to last year, so it's it's – it's uh, it's hard to say how you know credible that statistic is um and then from there you know Jared Allen's another decent guy he's in that mid 20 point range mid upper 20 point range he's only 6700 on FanDuel 
on DraftKings, great price there. He's 900 less, so he's coming in at 5,800 there. Um, maybe Brooke Lopez. He's in that mid-upper 20 range. Lopez seems to be kind of boom or bust. You don't know what Brooke you're going to get. Uh, I don't really know Baines. You know, outside of that, uh, Jacob uh, Pulte here with uh, San Antonio. He's a 1.2 uh, points per minute fantasy guy. I'm almost certain he's starting. Um, like I mentioned, with Aldridge not playing, Trey Lyles is out. So if he plays some big minutes, that's kind of a guy that I'm excited about as far as a, as a cheaper guy. And then I'm not really excited. So speaking of um, you know points per minute, with P.J. Tucker, he's only 3,900. He plays 34 minutes for the year, but his points per minutes are 0.64, um, which is just, just horrible. But if he is at 30-point game like he did last time out, that's, again, like we're talking about there. That's over seven times value. Uh, so at least we know he's out there playing minutes. That's about all we could probably really say from there. He gets minutes. He's not very effective. So anyhow, guys, um, and then you know what? Too, if you want to do a real deep dive, I probably wouldn't do a whole lot of it just because you just don't know uh, it's whether he's going to play or not. Really, is uh, Boban, and and speaking of points per minute, one point four three, uh, unbelievable. I mean, that's that's like usually, you know, the one point fours, one point five. Those are like relegated to like the Lucas and the Hardens, Giannis, LeBron, you know, James of the world. Uh, Anthony Davis, guys like that. But Bobin, when he plays, uh, he's a beast. I, I joked with my friends in the 80s NBA, he probably would have been like an all-star, perennial all-star, when it's a little bit slower, a half-court game, a little bit more physical. Guy's unstoppable in the post. But here's the thing, his minutes, like, you know, he had 5-5-8, five, five, then he plays 31 minutes. His points, 7-5, but then when he played, 31 minutes, 56 freaking points. So anyhow, that's uh, not a bad guy potentially if you want to save down and maybe uh, be a little bit contrarian. So, all right, guys, yeah, a lot to go over today. So um, hope you guys end up kicking ass uh, tonight. I was really close. I was uh, a couple times. I was in some pretty big money around maybe like 17000 total between uh, the main slate and then the, the single game showdown slate last night. But when it was all said and done with uh, – I didn't get first anything, but I did come out about maybe about $300 profit. Um, there was uh, some shortages in the FanDuel, so it was really nice that uh, um, the prize money was, there's a lot more to go around than usual. So, and who knows if that'll be the case today or not. I know it's really cheap uh, to get into the main slate compared to what it usually is. So uh, anyhow, but um, one last thing is, yeah, uh, please subscribe to the channel if you not have, uh, have not done so yet too. So, all right, guys, like I say, go out and kick some ass tonight, and I'll see you tomorrow. See you.